Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am super excited to come to you today with another fresh new guest episode for you. And I love guest interviews. If you don't know, then you hadn't listened to the show before because they're some of my favorites. And I love when we get to bring really good guests on. We've had a good couple of interviews recently. Um, we had one with Sam Gimble recently. We had a group episode with Lucas, Kyle, and Brendan. That was really, really fun. So uh, I, I love it. I think that the community grows when you get on and have really good conversations like that. And that is what we're going to do today. So we have none other than Tanner uh, Carney on with us with Palmetto Lawn Services today. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. I'm excited to be here. You tell, yes, you tell me before we record, you got a bunch of rain and things coming through. So get, let's, do a, <laughs> let's do a weather, a current event update on your, on your weather. What does it look like out there? Yeah, right now it's pretty cloudy and rainy and a solid 42 degrees. It's warmed up about, I guess, 5 degrees this morning. The low was 35 and the high today was, they call it for 35, but it's 42 now. So still pretty chilly out there yeah. for us. Yeah, man, that's uh, man. It's crazy. I'm rarely the one on the side of the interview that, or the side of the conversation, that says like I'm the one with the bad weather. But it is currently 20 degrees here. It got up. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was 16 this morning when we woke up, and there's ice all over the roads, and um, there's not many people out doing anything today because the roads are all iced over, streets are shut down. So, uh, all you guys that are, we have like a tenth of an inch of ice, like, but it's enough ice to <laughs> it's enough ice to coat the roads and. We do. I mean, Alabama has some plow trucks, but not like what northern states have. Like the, the majority of the roads are not getting plowed today, um, or or salted. And so, <laughs> Dude, if you get too much frost, everyone's freaking out. Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. It's uh, all the kids are out of school today, which is valid. Like, there's been so many uh, videos this morning, eighteen wheelers jackknifing on the interstate and things, um, just because oh we're just not equipped for it. Uh, so, anytime we get ice like this. Shuts it down. And so uh, North Alabama, about two hours north of me, up where uh, like Ben Naaman is in Huntsville almost, they got four, five, six inches, I think, last night. So it was wild. Um, That doesn't happen much down here. So it's it's weird for me to be on the other side of like, man – we actually have colder weather. So it's usually <laughs> usually guys up in Michigan and Ohio saying, yeah, it's, it's 15, 20, 30 degrees out. And I'm like, ah, we're 55 and 60 in the middle of winter. So, But I did look at the 10-day, oh, yeah. and next Wednesday, I think it says it's supposed to be back in the 60s. So I'm not complaining nice. about that at all. Not so. at all. Yep. Well, yeah. good deal, man. Well, uh, I kind of want to hop into your story. I, I want to hear some more of your journey. Uh, I followed along with you here on Instagram for a while, friends on Facebook and things, so I see a little bit of some of your posts and stuff. I know you're a younger guy, got a really good business that's, that started up there in uh, South Carolina, I believe. So tell us a little bit yeah. about um, what you get going on with Palmetto. Yeah, so I'm, um, like like you said, I'm, I'm Tanner Carney. I'm the owner of Palmetto Lawn Services. We're located here in Rock Hill, South Carolina, uh, for those of, who may not be familiar. It's about 20, 30 minutes uh, south of Charlotte, North Carolina, a little bit of a bigger city there. Um, yeah, we're a full-maintenance landscape design company. Uh, company here uh it's me and four full-time guys right now and then we also have two other part-time guys that uh they're seasonal so they 
they don't do much during the winter. They'll come back in March and they'll usually leave between Thanksgiving and Christmas. They'll help us for the holidays a little bit. Um, and then after that, they'll go do their own things for a couple months. Um, but yeah, we service about, I think last year we peaked at about 120 um, weekly, uh, both residential and commercial maintenance accounts. Um, that's, that's full maintenance, including uh, fertilizer, stuff like that. And then uh, typically me and another guy will go out and do uh, a lot of landscape enhancement work and then some design work as well. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the the broad that's view. The of it, so. That's the rundown. That's the rundown. That's the rundown. Awesome. Yes, awesome, dude. Well, uh, so... <laughs> You you got guys out mowing. You're doing the landscape. I I kind of sense that model. I relate with that a little bit, and so would love to dive into that some more um, and talk about that. But how did you get started, man? How how old are you? Um, how did you get started in the business? Yeah, so I'm 18 years old. Well, I'll be 19 in, in March, so pretty much 19. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I I started literally by pulling weeds when I was about five years old or so, and uh, saved up money from pulling weeds to buy a push mower. And uh, from there, I bought. I don't know if you've seen them, but it's it's a Cup Cadet brand. It's a uh, walk behind. It's like a thirty three inch yeah, walk behind. Yeah. It's it's like the smallest one Cup Cadet makes. Yeah. Um, not sure if it's residential. Not sure if it's commercial. But hey, it worked. Um, yeah. When I was a guest, about nine years old or so. Um, I saved up and, and bought that, and then I uh, had a little Ryobi weed eater, and I don't even think I had a blower at that point. I think I was still using a push broom. Yeah. Honestly, lucky they got a push broom. Um, and so literally from there, just saved every penny I had to my name by pulling weeds, and uh, then I got into mowing. Um, I think at age 12, we picked up uh, my local church that we went to. They were gracious enough to uh, to let me take on their, their grounds, which it's not a small property. It, it's it's five acres, and so with a little 33-inch walk-behind mower, it took all day, to say the least. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, with, with me still being in school, or had been in school, um, we would do that on Saturdays, me me and my brother. Um, he's now in the Air Force. He's he's not with us. Well, he's with us, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's not with the company, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say like that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still he's breathing. He's still breathing. He's just, he's, he's doing his own thing now yeah. with the Air Force. So, um, yeah, he, he helped me a good bit when I was little. But, yeah, literally by uh, pulling weeds and uh, saving up cash, I was able to reinvest as much as I could as fast as I could and uh, was able to, well, now we have a couple mowers. We just bought our fourth truck, which was that Chevy. It's a Zuzu branded, but it's a Chevy. Um, we're super excited to use that here in the next couple months once we get back into our uh, second full-time mow crew. Um so yeah, it's uh, it's a lot going on right now. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. So you are? Did you graduate this past year? I'm assuming. So I was able to graduate early. My my school here, I, I went to. It was a smaller charter school, so they did dual enrollment. Oh yeah. Um, you get some some college credits in order to get double credit to graduate mm-hmm. early. So, um, I graduated last year. I guess that would have been 2020, 2022. Um, okay, so, yeah, you, so you did not this past like what we just finished up. You graduated no, the year before. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I graduated the year before. Um, so I had just turned seventeen when I graduated, which really gave me a springboard to uh, yeah. to be able to go full time into my company. Um, and I know how unfortunate COVID was for a lot of people. I don't know if I can say that word, but um, and how, how unfortunate that was for a lot of people. Yeah. But I got lucky because um, I mean, all the school got canceled, so mm-hmm. everything was online. So uh, I'd grab a computer, jump in my truck go to work and if i had a 10 a.m zoom i'd come back in the truck while i'm at a property my guys are cutting i'd do the zoom and hop off and go back to work so it really gave me some time and honestly it allowed me to to leverage because it gave me more time to really start growing so um yeah i, I graduated last year 
Awesome. Yeah, I, I was homeschooled, and so I was able to get done a little early uh, and, and have time to, to work in the business as well. So I totally totally understand that and the benefit from it. Uh, I think that that's really cool that you got to do that. It's uh, What was that experience like going to a charter school? Um, it had its pros and its cons. It was nice because it was a smaller school, so pretty much everybody knew everybody, um, and it was kind of out uh, – in the, in the country. So it yeah. was, uh, a lot of people like I had a good bit of friends there. Yeah. Um, I, I was able to connect with them a little bit better than, uh, some of the other schools here. Um, but I, uh, I was a big, I, I like to play sports even though I didn't really have much time because I was trying to work on the weekends. Um, but in, uh, in my later middle school years and then my early, uh, like I think my junior or freshman and uh, sophomore year of high school, um, I ran cross country. So I, I did that. Um, that was only because uh, we didn't have a football team, so I wanted yeah. to try to do something. But as uh, as we got, as like my company grew, and uh, actually that's when COVID hit was uh, right after my sophomore year. Um, so you didn't have school, so they didn't have sports, so I kind of yeah. lost that. But yeah, I, I like going to a charter school. It was nice with it being fairly smaller, and they had really good teachers too. Yeah, yeah, man, that that's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Uh, so, so you started the business and, and you worked through high school. When did you start taking it legit? I mean, for you to just now be, uh, seven, you, you 17 about to turn 18 or 18 about to turn 19? I'm 18, yeah, I'm 18 about yeah, 18 to turn 19. About to turn 19. So yeah. at 18 about to turn 19, you got four guys full time. You're about to start a second mo crew. Like you're doing things that a lot of guys want to be doing five, six, seven, eight years in that could be 30, 35, 40 years old. Um, you're doing things that are, are really big when it comes to, uh, just, growing a lawn maintenance business a lawn maintenance company and so what what has that process looked like from the beginning where i mean take us back to being in school and working nights and weekends i guess you could say uh, during that but then like when did you start did you delegate early uh, i feel like i've seen a lot of that because i feel like i've seen when guys when young guys like you grow larger companies it's when they started in school and they physically could not be out there to do the work during the day so they would hire people to go do that for them i know uh Christian was CNI did that and now he's grown a pretty large company and he's still in college. And so what, what was that whole process like for you? So it's funny going, I'll answer that in a second, but it's kind of ironic that you said you were homeschooled as well. So I was homeschooled up until my um, eighth grade year of middle school. Okay. So, well, I guess up until my seventh grade, eighth grade was my first year at that charter school. Yeah. So I went into that charter school, not knowing anybody, um, as I was homeschooled before. So uh, a couple of weeks go on as I'm at that school and uh, there's this buddy that me and him start to uh, become pretty good friends. And so uh, come come to current day, he's actually uh, my crew lead on my main uh, Mo, Mo account. So um, I think one thing that really helped me out was uh, was just hiring a, a crew lead, someone I can really rely and depend on early in my business. And then him, him being able to see how we grow and allow like he's able to grow with us. And so, um, yeah, obviously back when I was 14 years old in eighth grade, I didn't have much figured out. I maybe cut 30, 40 yards and then, um, had a couple that church and a couple other smaller commercial accounts. So, um, yeah. I would do a lot of those yards, um, after school, um, after cross country practice and then on the weekends. Um, and so I hired him once, once we started to become friends and, uh, he really was able to help me and he took a step into uh, being able to help me grow because he's a year older than me. He was able to uh, to drive. Um, that was my other thing is uh, when I'm in eighth grade, you can't drive. So yeah. uh, either do the yards in my neighborhood after school during the week and then on the weekends when my parents weren't working, uh, they would drive me around. Um, but since my buddy that I uh, met in eighth grade, uh, 
he was able to drive since he was older. Um, I hired him on pretty quick, and uh, he was really able to uh, to help me get around places. So right after school uh, was ended, we'd just ride home together, go get the trailer, and uh, go cut as many yards as we could until it got dark. Um, so that being said, hiring a guy that you can rely on early really helped me um, be able to, uh, to kind of let him be because he's he's seen how we grow he knows my standards he knows how uh, well i at least like to think i'm meticulous i i have ocd things got to be perfect um come to find out as you start to grow you can't always have things perfect i know you you say a lot um business owners they're uh they do everything on like a scale out of 20 out of 10 if it's not a 20 yeah. it's not acceptable whereas uh customers they're only expecting a, a eight max like if yeah. they get an eight they are super pleased they'll I mean their aesthetic um so one thing that uh i mean one thing that really helped is because he he saw how uh ocd what i was about things so um i mean to this day they still do well above honestly than what i could do um i'm not sure how that will change once we hire a couple more guys and say we he transitions into a uh like a manager in some store, he he maybe he won't be with the Mo crew. So, um, who knows if it'll change? But right now, I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, they're they're really meticulous on uh, on the work that they do. So, um, yeah, just hiring him, he really helped. And then uh, with, with like we said, with COVID, uh, it was really able to allow me to go um, break away from the Mo crew. He would kind of just take the take the mowing and go do his own thing. I'd send him the schedule, um, and then I was able to do a lot more of the enhancement work and uh, stuff like that. So um, that's kind of how we were able to uh, to get a good bit of customers. So, so. yeah, that that's awesome, dude. That's I, I think that crap. Wait, what's that? Oh, I can hear you. You're still there. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, perfect. I'm sorry. I got a phone call. Oh, you're good. Yes, sir. You're good. Yeah. No, you're still there. So all good on my side. Um, I am in that sim- I'm in a similar boat of me trying to do some of the landscape. That's what the last year was a lot for us was trying to uh, give me, get myself out of the mo field and, and trying to find that one or two guys that could really go do that. We survived. Uh, the guy that we have in place did a good job. And, and so we're trying to really just get things ironed out better. Um, trying to get expectations where I would like them. And so we're going to see where that goes this year. Um, we're going to try to put yeah. key people in place um, and, and get to that point to where that really is um, just kind of on autopilot. Do you so like? Do you do any of the mowing? Are you out in the mowing at all? No, I, I, I honestly I was joking with them the other day. Um, I was like, I'm sick and tired of riding this truck, running around doing bids and estimates and stuff. I, I I can't stand this. I need to get back on the mower. Yeah, they were like, No, boss, keep keep selling work, keep selling work. I'm like I can't, but <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Um, but no, honestly, I haven't uh, I haven't been in the field, and honestly, I can't even remember, um, which is a good thing. But yeah. then again, I. I I miss it because that's the work that we all enjoy. Now, when you say in the field, you're just not doing the mowing. You're still doing the landscape enhancements, right? Yeah, I'm just not doing the mowing. Yeah. And um, so I should probably clarify that. When I say we do landscaping, um, we're, we're, I mean, we do everything. We're full landscape design and enhancement work uh, on our landscape side of the business. But um, the mow route will will run Monday through Friday. Um, Typically, what I will do is um, I'll do my estimates and all my. say invoices or scheduling stuff like that um i'll do most of that monday and tuesday um during the week and then uh wednesday thursday and friday i'll go out and do all the enhancement work and some of the landscape design work and then that way on monday and tuesday that gives me some time to get my delivery scheduled for that week and um then that way i'm not running around and wasting time on the days i am actually doing uh physical work yeah i'm out in the field i can i can be a little more effective um 
but honestly, that will probably change here come March. Um, we're going to hire two more guys. Probably those two part-time guys will hire full-time. Um, and uh, they'll be on a Mo Crew. Uh, and then uh, well, I'll take two guys from the other Mo Crew since we'll have six. Um, so we'll, we'll basically have three crews of two, if that makes sense. Two Mo Crews and a landscape crew. And then that'll allow me to get out of the landscaping side and go do the estimates pretty much all, all week. So, um that so really what, what kind of landscape are you doing that you're going to be able to turn that over to your guys? Um, like as far as the knowledge goes, do they just know, do they know, I mean, have they been doing it? Do they know how to do everything more than you do? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So I think our, our most inexperienced guy besides myself has 15 years experience. Um, oh, so they've shoot. Okay. For, so you've got, yeah, you've yeah, got guys have been doing it for a long time. Uh, yeah, I think our, besides uh, my crew lead, who's my age, I think our youngest guy, he's, uh, <laughs> mid 40s oh uh, wow okay so they're, they're they're older they have a good they have a couple kids so yeah um, that's awesome yes yeah, so they have i mean they've honestly taught me so much it's crazy yeah um that's why i honestly enjoy working with them because one they're just a blast to work with but two i mean they're hard working and then like they they know so much stuff it's yeah. uh, i mean i love working with them because you work with them and you always learn something yeah. um so that that will make things a little bit easier one i mean he does a lot he he did he worked for us lawns um up until i think 2 years ago and then he's just kind of floated around like two companies he just didn't like them they just didn't have a good culture um so he's been with us uh for i think 8 months now so um he's he's really enjoying it he's really uh adding a lot of uh he's really adding a lot of uh helping us out a lot so yeah he'll he'll be pretty much the crew lead for the landscape company since he has a lot of design okay. uh, background and then a lot of hardscape background which i don't have um so i'm excited to see what he can do there for us um and then the other guy below him um he he, he has some experience uh doing a lot of the enhancement work like the shrub pruning um he has a lot of uh, outdoor lighting experience which is something that we're, we're starting to get into mm -hmm. we did a couple projects last year um just enough to get our feet wet in it and honestly we we really like it so um this year with with adding him to our team um uh, and then also having the landscape designer um with us it, i think that'll be a really good combo to allow us to uh pretty much knock out two birds with one stone and i mean they honestly should be fine as long as i can supply the work they they know what they're doing i'll walk the property with them obviously yeah. um initially and kind of show them what the broad view is but other than that they'll take over it and uh they'll knock it out for us so um, that's, that's amazing really uh, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That is so cool that you found those people and put those people in position uh, and are able to do that because that that is really when you can start to do what you're doing. You can start to get out of the field. You don't have to be there to babysit. Um, that's that's very very cool. Uh, what does the selling and the and the marketing and the advertising and the estimating and all that stuff look like? I mean, because that it sounds like you're pretty heavy in that role um, and you're focusing on that role now. So it's not getting pushed to the back burner. It's a it's a huge part of your schedule. It sounds like which means you got to be doing it somewhat efficiently and effectively. Um, and so what, what's working for you? What are you doing to get new leads in the door, close new jobs, and keep the pipeline full? Yeah, so um, we we do a lot of uh, Facebook ads. And then honestly, well, that was honestly fairly recently. Um, but years prior, we've, we've done a lot on Google and then uh, also just pushing Google reviews and updating your pictures. Um, the more active you are on Google – the more they'll promote you to people. So um, about once or twice a week, we'll go in there and uh, just upload some pictures. And then after every customer, we, we finish both uh, landscape design work, enhancement work. And then on each invoice for when our uh, we invoice our maintenance customers, um, there's a link on the bottom of the invoice. So they can just click that link. It's right above the pay now button. 
um, they can just click that link and they can leave us a review. Um, and then if they do that, we give them a 10% discount. So that also helps uh, try to oh, get wow. them to do yeah. it. Yeah, a little incentivized. A little incentive, um, which yeah. it helps. I mean, if they can save a little bit of money and, and help me out, I'm I'm down. Yeah. Um, because you make tenfold just by saving that little, giving them that little 10% back. Exactly. So yeah, Google reviews, Google is, I mean, Google in general has been um, astronomical for us. That helps so much. Um, Facebook ads and then uh, Instagram. Surprisingly, we get a good amount of work off of Instagram. Um, we, we have a lot of, we target a lot of our uh, younger clientele around here. Um, and I feel like, a lot of people down here are young hustle. They they live they work up in Charlotte and they'll live down here, Charlotte, North Carolina, because it's it's a bigger city. It's it's pretty expensive up in North Carolina. North Carolina have a have pretty significant higher taxes than we do, um, and we're only maybe ten minutes from the state line. So a lot of people will come down here and live down here because they can. Um, it's just cheaper. Um, and, and that being said, uh, Charlotte in general has a pretty young crowd, so um, a lot of our customers are young. So they're more active on Instagram. Uh, it's just more relevant to yeah. um, a lot of work off of, off of Instagram. Um, we haven't done, I've heard all the ads and everything and I've, it's been a consideration to do um, postcards and, and flyers like that. I, I think Brian says he uses postcard mania. Yeah. I've looked into that. Um, honestly though, we've had so much luck with uh, Google, Facebook and obviously word of mouth. I, I honestly haven't done it yet. Um, but uh, as I continue to grow and I'd like to pick up more mowing accounts and expand our both the mowing and landscape side, but especially mowing, you have to have um, either big accounts to fill up your week or a lot of yeah. smaller accounts. Um, either way, you have to market to those customers. So um, I, I think it's something I'm going to do here fairly soon is try to do some postcards and flyers. Um, to be honest, I just haven't had time to get around to it. But yeah. um, that would be something I'd like to, to try out here in the next couple months just yeah. to see how it goes. That's awesome, man. Well, so was was 23 a big year of growth? Was it kind of sustained? Was it figure out where you're at? What what did that what did 23 look like? Uh tw- I would say 23 was it was it was a lot a lot of growth. Um the, we've we we pretty much created a whole second mo crew and we pretty much have enough accounts to create a whole second mo crew in 23 we would just keep them all condensed into one crew so i mean honestly i should have just created a second crew last year um i I was just so busy and by the time we picked up all the accounts it was already july august it was late in the season so um i just i was like guys if we can just stick through the rest of the season um I mean, our season really ends in October, November with all our weekly accounts. Yeah. Um, if we just stick through the next couple months, I, I promise I'll, I'll pay you. I'll make it. I'll make it worth your while. But I'll split this up and give you all a break here uh, next season. Um, so yeah, this uh, this year I'm going to pretty much break up that that one Mo account and, and create it into two separate ones. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the um. As you've grown in 23, you, you figured out how to kind of manage and lead a team, which I think is huge. Um, you're trying to learn and, and do that. You talk about adding the the second um, Mo crew, though. So you're you're talking bringing on more guys, and you are you added a lot of work to those guys' plates at the end of the year. You said when you didn't add that second crew when you probably could have. What how is yeah. that how is that uh, looked like for you for the whole adding a second crew? So when you say adding, do you mean are you going to do that with um, let's say your two-man crew can do 60 yards a week. Well, let's say you have 85 on the schedule, or whatever the numbers are for you, 85 on the schedule. Like, 
do you, are you just going to start this second crew and their their work will be a little like they won't have a completely full schedule? Um, or because how because yeah, if you because if they're not if they do if you start them with a completely full schedule, how is it even possible mm-hmm. for the other guys to get the work done? It, you know what so, I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so pretty much what we'll do is so just to make it easy, we we had right around between like 115 and 120 accounts last year, both weekly and biweekly. So uh, we'll just say it was 120. What we'll do is um, I'll just grab 60 from I'll just divide it into into 260 uh, mo mo accounts, and then that way that gives us some time uh, to get things back into rhythm earlier in the season. Uh, especially if I have any new guys that I may throw on there for part time help, they can kind of get the rhythm of things. They don't have to be go 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 that early. Early in the season um and then that way that also gives us some time to grow um and then if we pick up some bigger accounts and higher paying accounts we can kind of cut some of the lower ones if our schedule does uh, start to fill up um honestly i i would like to uh pick up just more uh bigger accounts and yeah. not pick up as many accounts easier for me less customers i have to deal with yeah. um just a bigger account where we can just go to park say we're in one neighborhood or say we're at a big commercial property just park there all day park in the neighborhood all day and just knock out all the yards um so that that would be ideal but we'll just have to see what happens um actually after we get off this call i got to go run up uh pretty it's like the next town over um there's a uh, hoa account that it's 80 homes it's just one it's one hoa though but all the homes need cut so i'm gonna go put a bid in on that we'll see if we get that or not but honestly that that one account that'll pretty much be whole nother day in in one of the crews so yeah we'll see what happens there um but yeah ideally i would like to just pick up some bigger accounts um to help fill up that schedule um instead of picking up as many smaller accounts if that makes sense yeah Uh, but that'll just be played by ear um but yeah we'll we'll just have to see what happens there i guess yeah man that's that's super cool I, i think that is I think that's awesome. Uh, it's a cool story of growth and, and things along the way. You got a lot of uh, things to come in the future. Let's as before we wrap this thing up. I don't want to hold you too long here. We're about to be at thirty minutes, and and I don't want to hold you um, longer than you have. I know you got time. You need to go and put that estimate. That's a big estimate, so you need to get, take time and go do that. <laughs> but um, leadership and kind of just growing and and walking through your entrepreneurial journey. Like, what has that been like for you? What have you learned along the way as far as adding people on your, like you're 18, you're about to be leading six people full time. Um, that's not easy. It's not an easy feat. And and so what, what are some things that you've learned along the way that you would say, um, that you could give advice to anyone out there, no matter what their age, just being in a place of leadership and bringing on people to, to keep good guys around and just to help your, uh, see your company grow. Yeah, honestly, it may sound simple, but just treating other people how you want to be treated. Um, or, and even if I were to change it up differently, I'm never going to make my guys do something that I wouldn't want to do. If that's go out in the pouring rain and I mean, if, if they have to do it and I mean, if, if I would do it fine, but um, if that's going out in the pouring rain, a thunderstorm to go, uh, say, blow off a property, I mean, I'm not necessarily going to make them do that or say to go uh, if we got a mulch a hill and um instead of using a, uh, a, a skid steer to bring it up there, I'm not going to make them use buckets, yeah. five gallon buckets and bring it up the hill. So it's just little things like that. Like if you're not, if you're not, if you're, if you're at the owner, if you as the owner aren't going to do something, don't make your guys do it. Um, and then also, like I said earlier, if you just hire one good guy that you can trust and rely on that, you know, no matter what, no matter what's going to happen, um, 
say you're out sick, you know that he's going to show up and he's going to, if you train him properly, you know he's going to know how to, to lead those guys. He'll be there early in the morning to load up the trucks for them, um, get their schedules, go over it with them if they have any questions, and they can get sent on their way. Um, if you just have one good guy, it'll help so much. Um, but the thing is, you have to make sure you train him correctly. So take your time on training guys. Don't try to rush through things because um, the slower you train guys and the more in-depth you train them, the better they'll be in the long run. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's some things um, that, that would really help. And honestly, also hiring, I mean, this may be different for everybody, but for me, I found that if I hire older guys who are mature and they've, they've seen things, um, they, uh, like I said, they have the experience. And so they're not just going to go mow a wet yard and tear it up. For sure. um, it's just it's smaller things that, I mean, it's, it's helped me some, uh, whereas I don't have to go necessarily train them about every little thing yeah um but i really found that hiring older guys too helps me um be able to just let them be and just trust them um but yeah like wrap this all up just hiring one good guy training him um how you pretty much would want if if you were to go away if, if he was to run the company how how we, you would if you how you would want it to be ran yeah. train him that would be ideal so that's, that's awesome and, and that's good to hear because you're the second person uh, in a week that's told me that that has guys working under him like it, it doesn't take it doesn't take a whole army to get started it takes one uh you just find yeah. one and and you have to search like you have to be diligent it's some people are blessed and they get that one that just falls in their lap some people are not that lucky uh or, or and so you have to keep you have to be diligent you have to keep looking but but then remember if you're six eight twelve months into trying to find someone and just nobody works out like turn and look at yourself in the mirror and say what am i doing wrong what what can i change am, am i looking in the wrong place to for, to find people uh am i once i bring them on am i not taking care of them the right way? Am I not training the right way? So I'm a big proponent. Look at yourself, see what you've done, uh, and then go from there. So that is, that's fantastic, man. It's so inspiring to hear that you're um, growing like that, that you have a bright, bright future ahead. And in this industry, um, what what are your plans? Where where do you see Palmetto at in five years from now? I'd like to be uh, one of the bigger regional companies around here. Um, Definitely within the next, I'd say, three to five year plan uh maybe have four or five mo crews uh maybe two landscape design and um enhancement crews and then uh, la- uh this later last year uh towards the end of 2023 we we got into um spraying yards and stuff like that for squirt so i like to fill up that schedule a good bit um and uh and pretty much just have uh kind of what i think it's nailer uh, i think he does a lot of uh spraying yards yeah um yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to kind of do what he does is uh, I think he has like 300 or something, but it's just him. So just have one guy that can really narrow down that that schedule and just say spray 200, 350 yards oh, yeah. um, a couple of days, knock him out. And uh, I mean, it's pretty good money there. So for, for sure, it would be for sure. Yeah, it, it's super profitable. Jason Creel is right down the road from us. Alabama Lawn Pros. And Jason he, Creel, that's what I'm thinking about. Not Naylor. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. yeah. I think yeah. I think Naylor does spray, but Naylor like only sprays his customers that he mows for. I'm pretty sure. I see. Um, okay. But Jason, that's all he does is weed control fertilization. And yeah. he's like he's on his own. He's got a great schedule. He does three or four hundred people, um, and and he loves it. So got a really good business yeah. cut out for him there. That's that's awesome, man. Well, uh, before we wrap it up, is there anything that you've missed? Anything that you wanted to share that I didn't get to? Um, 
No, I think I think we're I think we're good. I think we covered most covered? most every. So, All right. Yes, well, sir. final question for you is uh, it's simple, but it can be complex. But what is your why? Oh, um, I would say my why is more so uh, for for my obviously for my future wife um and then honestly it's also just as much for my guys uh trying to give them things that they weren't able to have as children and then also um be- being able to give them things that they weren't able to have by working at other companies uh like giving back giving them like for christmas we gave them a nice bonus um one of my guys was telling me that he was trying to go take out a loan because he couldn't afford christmas gifts and i was mm. like no that's not gonna fly so we we got him taken care of and um it's, it's things like that that really motivate me to uh go out and sell work and just try to do my best every day and provide for them um because i can really see the impact that it has on not just them but their family as well um i can't tell you how appreciative he was of that and i'm not trying to boost my ego or anything like that but no. it's just it, it's just little things like that and uh, i mean that was little I mean, that could have been that was a huge thing for him, but yeah. um, in the long run, that's just it's little things like that that add up, and um, it makes it so worth it for me, and not just me, but so my follow up else. to that, we'll wrap up. But my follow up to that is, you brought up something that I think is I want to hear your take on. How do you yeah. like in that situation? Like he was going to take out a loan to pay for his Christmas for kids. Like that's a very personal situation there. Um, I, we will not assume where money getting spent or or whatever. Like that's that's now. Mm-hmm. How do you handle? Um, not getting too close and getting too involved in in an uh, employee's personal life. Yeah, like because um, because when you see like, and I'm not saying this dude did it. He could have a bad thing. No, but yeah. I, it's very common. I think that you see employees make bad financial decisions, and then they get in a position like that. And I don't fault you. Like I would 100 have done the same thing. Like you know, you're not going to do that. But at the same day, like how do you stay? How do you keep that role? How do you, have you found what, what is that balance between being a good employer and trying to help like guide and teach them how to have good finances, but at the same time, yeah. like not getting too um, involved in their personal life? So that's something that honestly, I will say that, I mean, because I, I care about my guys, I, I treat them like family. So that's yeah. something, honestly, it's funny you say that because I've, I've struggled with that and I've noticed that, um, but I, it's something I've also gotten better at. Um, I'm not going to go necessarily ask them questions. I'm not going to say something unless they, they come to me about it. Yeah. Um, in that situation, he came up to me not expecting anything, but, um, I mean, he just simply said, Hey boss, can I get off early today? Um, it was, it was like Thursday before Christmas. I think Christmas Eve was on Sunday. Uh, so it was like the Thursday before the weekend. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, thanks boss. I apologize. So last minute I got to go to the bank. And then he told me why. And I was like, Oh yeah, no problem. So, I I ended up bringing him to the bank, and before he went inside, I gave him the money, um, and it was it was amazing. But yeah, um, yeah, that's honestly something I, I say I would have struggled with. But yeah, just uh, if I won't say anything unless they come to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I see that. First of all, and then um, I try not to go too deep because honestly, like their personal life is their personal stuff. So yeah. Um, I mean, if they're not comfortable sharing with me, then I'm not gonna um push at it. And then the other thing is too, one thing that I'd like to do is, uh, I listen to a lot of entree leadership from Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Um, so I want to get my guys, I haven't done it yet. Uh, this is something I'm going to do within the next couple of weeks. Um, but put them through, uh, I think it's through financial peace university, but yeah. it's for business owners. Um, basically it's for like your employees, you can send it to them and they'll, they'll go through it, but it's pretty much financial peace university. So yeah. I, I, I want to get that for them and let, make all my guys go, not make them, but 
give that to them yeah. as a tool for them to go through it. Yeah, speaking oh. of, since you brought that up, uh, anybody that's listening to this or watching this, I uh, highly recommend uh, one of the it's it's one of my top 10 podcasts that I've probably watched or, or listened to uh, is um, an interview that Alex Ramosi did with Dave Ramsey. Uh, I'm not a big Ramsey fan when it comes to the the way that he teaches to the consumer um, because it doesn't fit my it doesn't fit my model. Uh, yeah. But I do see the principles that I do see some principles work. We're not going to go down the whole Dave Ramsey train, but. Yeah. Hormozy interviewed Ramsey, and they spoke on a business. On a, and they talked about business. They talked on a business front, not a get out of debt front, but a business front. How Ramsey Solutions has grown to what it is today. That was a very, very uh, eye-opening interview. It was very good. So it's on uh, the Game Podcast, Alex Hormozy's podcast, or you just look it up on YouTube. Just look up. Just type in Hormozy Ramsey, and it'll come up. And I, it was hour and ten minutes. I watched the whole thing, and I probably will go back and watch it again. Um, just because Alex is a very, very deep thinker. He's very smart. Ramsey is the same, um, whether you like him or not. He, he's a great businessman. Uh, you can't argue with it. So go check that out yeah. if, if you want to hear a really good podcast because um, – it, it was it was solid. So, well, good deal, man. Well, I won't hold you up. I appreciate the time today. It's a, it's an awesome why. I have seen. Uh, so, you got a girlfriend now, right? How long have y'all been together? Uh, we we just officially two years, but um, okay. <laughs> it's funny you ask that. We'll just say two years. I, I won't go down that <laughs> two years. All right. So it sounds like there's some backstory there, but uh, we'll go with there's two years backstory. for today. So, yeah. Uh, you think she's the one? Y'all going y'all gonna lock it up? Yeah. Well, toward, uh, towards the end of the year, I'll probably pop the question so yeah we'll see. her birthday is in november okay okay that's awesome man well good yeah. deal well yeah that that's a good why to have make make sure that she, you're taking care of her and then building a family there and also taking care of your guys so uh, i love it man yeah. I, I super appreciate the time today i know that it's valuable so i'll let you get back out there and get estimating and getting to work uh but it has been a true honor to have you on the show today and i, I really enjoy it where can everybody follow along if they want to check out some more of your content yeah, man. You can follow us on uh, at Palmetto Lawn Services on Instagram um, and the Facebook as well. That's that's still fairly new, so there's not much there. But um, mainly, you can find us on Palmetto Lawn Services at Instagram, um, all one word. Awesome, man. Well, guys, I appreciate the the time that you took to listen to the interview today. I know you have a lot of different podcasts you can choose from, and it means the world that you chose to listen to us today. So uh, if you would, give us a big five-star rating review if you enjoyed it, if you liked the show. So if you did, come back and join us here on the next one. Who knows what we're going to have coming down the pipe for you, but it's going to be fun. Springtime is just around the corner. We are really literally like six weeks away, um, and so I'm excited to see it here. February 23rd and the 24th will be in Springville, Alabama for the Long Care Life event. Hope a lot of you can make it to that, and we look forward to seeing you there. So without any further ado, guys, that's going to wrap this one up. And we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.